nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Fuck his shit. I don't like John Hughes. He's dead anyway, so I don't matter. <laughs> wow. He's dead. What is he going to do about it? One time my sister turned around with big ass eyes and told me, you know what's so weird? We've never formally introduced ourselves to each other. <laughs> Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 115. And we are coming to you on the eve, 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 eve. Nope, don't say it. Of. Nope. You can't say it. No, nope. leave say it free. It? Leave it free. We're going to talk about you it all are, next week. Okay. Oh my Don't even mention a it. Film that shouldn't be named. So this week we're going to talk some more trailers because apparently all of the summer trailers have decided that they need to drop around Christmas. So we're going to talk X Men Apocalypse. Originally I thought it was Age of Apocalypse, but it's actually just Apocalypse. We're going to talk Independence Day. What was it? Uh, Resurgence. Resurgence. And Harley Quinn's Little Black Book, and let's see if there's any time for anything else. I know, there's a lot of misspellings on that because I hadn't even paid attention to it, and I was watching football. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm just wondering what we're bringing to the classroom here. Oh, the classroom? Yeah, Hoppy to Holidays, room 18, parents. <laughs> no, that's uh, the wrong thing. <laughs> please check what you are able to bring to the classroom. One box regular tea, one box herbal tea, 24 muffins or scones. Who the hell in the classroom is drinking tea? I don't know. 24 cookies. Wow. Fruit platter. <laughs> it is. It's the thing. Look, you, you can either do one box of regular tea, just a box, or you can do 24 cookies. Yes. Why would why would anybody sign so up for cookies? Little kids are going to be drinking tea at school? So there's going to be tea, a lot of tea, tea because, you know, tea no one's going to bring cookies. Uh, two tubs of cream cheese. Wow. 24 <laughs> bagels. Turkey sandwiches, uh, six of them cut into fourths. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, six cut into fourths. Cups, silverware, or napkins. Two tubs of <laughs> two tubs of cream cheese. That's that's a that's, that's a, a pretty large. big assumption that yeah. the, the parents are just gonna slough. I was gonna on. say, is this is this for the kids or is this for the parents? Because like <laughs> bagels and tea would seem like perfect. You gotta bring yeah. some locks. <laughs> can you get can you bagels. get some locks in here? So, anyways, can we get uh, some locks in here? You want guys want to talk about the X Men trailer first? Yeah, sure. So we just all watched it again. Uh, what do you guys think of X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, it kind of looks like... Uh, I'm really mad that he's purple. <laughs> really? Everyone's going to be mad that he's purple. Well, because that's that what blue. it was. Everybody was mad at first that Apocalypse was purple because that's what the first thing that they showed. because yeah, it was probably what the makeup for the lighting was. Right. Yep. Well, he also looked like... I mean, everybody thought at first he looked like a Power Rangers villain. Or at least uh, like Ivan Ooze. Coincidentally, uh, was uh, Belloc in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Um, Talking about nerd connections. Uh, Yeah. It looked like just uh, like, oh, we're going to do the last stand over again, but get it right. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the trailer. Did you like the trailer? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. What did you think, Mikey? No, I liked it. Since I skipped going around the table of who's here. I'm fine with Apocalypse now. I mean, yeah, that was a... Early, Even though he's purple, still, he's super, super it was purple. Early still, when they showed that uh, picture, so and it looked like crap back then. I just, but for me, it looks fine in the trailer. Yeah, Ethan, it looks much better. Yeah, I'm more inclined to go see it now. Mohawk Storm. <laughs> yeah. What you and, and Chris, cool. obviously. Jubilee. Jubilee. Um, we just want to point out that on this show, show, we said there's no way he's going to look purple. Right. That it was just something in a still versus the way he would be done in post production. 
And sure enough, in post-production, he looks a lot like Apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, there there are some changes. They didn't do the mouth. Well, even, yeah, they, uh, they changed the makeup on him because that first picture didn't look anything like the comic book interpretation of Apocalypse. Well, he's so still missing some pieces like. in terms of... Yeah, like, but he looks a lot closer accurate. than he did... A yeah, lot of people were saying that, that he wasn't tall enough to be that's, Apocalypse. That's still my big bone of contention. I Like, for me, like, the scale of just... It's it's like when you like look at like Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. and it's you know it, basically Bane and Batman are the same height and they try and they try and do some stuff in the close-ups when they're together but you really like they don't they didn't go through height it's not like they tried the Lord of the Rings and you know really really give you that good sense of comic book True. scale with characters yeah but i think they play around with it the fact that you see it in the trailer yeah, that he, he can, can, get he can bigger, become yeah, he can, yeah, he can grow in I'm size which i appreciate that. yeah but it's just he doesn't look physically right. imposing. Right. He's not like that was one of the things about not, Apocalypse that was like Oscar Isaac's not a big guy in the first place. Right. No. No. no not at all. Hey, look at the three and three quarter toys. You had Apocalypse, Thanos, and the Hawk, all really big, bigger than the other scale of the toys. Right. And yeah. the trailer, Apocalypse isn't that Hawk. If you look at the Incredible Hulk, yeah, he's not that hulking figure. For me, yeah. it's that. For me, that sort of thing is like we have the ability to do it, and it disappoints me that that for some reason in this day and age, there's still certain lines that they're afraid to cross. Like, oh no, now people won't buy into our movie that there's mutants with superpowers. But like, like it, for me, like the most ridiculous thing I ever heard, like with like Avengers, the moment Thanos shows up at the very end, someone's like, then that purple guy showed up at the end was kind of stupid. It's like, really? That's, that's the line? Right. And I go, it's like, it's like, really, you're afraid that if you make Apocalypse, you know, 10 feet tall and like Dwayne Johnson size, people are just going to suddenly check out of your film with mutants. But well, do you think... also think, you know, there's not a lot of actors in no. Hollywood that are pretty tall. I mean, a lot of actors are pretty short. Yeah. Well, like when you height. get to somebody <laughs> like that, because you, you have to go like Guardians of the Galaxy, and you, you have you to go to a wrestler or something who's one of those big imposing right. type but you characters. Can also, I mean, you can also shoot them for scale, build different size sets yeah. and stuff. You, I mean, well, sure, yeah. look at Gandalf in, yeah, in Gandalf Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. And they did a great job. John Rhys Davies is, is something like on the order of 6'1 or 6'2. Yeah. But they made him four foot nothing. Yeah. And and did it seamlessly, and I just feel like is it is it effort that doesn't that they just don't want to put in? But do you think it, think it was a payoff? choice for Brian Singer to make him normal size so that way it is more relatable? I don't know, or so that he can grow and yeah, or if he's going to yeah. change his size. Yeah. I mean, that's probably that's because the way if, that if, you... if he's if he's as normal size, let's say he's the same size as Xavier or even Magneto for that matter. If he is the same size, but then when he grows. Because obviously we see him grow, and he's pushing down on Xavier or somebody at that point, and you see him grow, and you see the image start to expand in the footage. I get the feeling the footage. that's a dream sequence. You think so? Part of, part of me is thinking about that, like, that feels like a dream sequence. They're really cool, though. But I, also, what if they use that good, as... It's a good refer- homage to being able to, like, oh, yeah, see, he's, he can be imposing. Or, yeah. But what if that's their, their way of, like, introducing on, like, how powerful he is or how, you know, much they should be scared of him because, like... You know, he does look normal, and then all of a sudden he can grow yeah. ten times his size. You know, yeah, it's, it's more daunting, I guess. Yeah. Know? No, I'm, otherwise the trailer look cool. For me, it's just like we got the we have the, we have the technology, we have the power, we can make we can rebuild him. We can rebuild him. We can make him. Bigger we can rebuild him into let's, something. Let's, let's save the Mark Wahlberg sixty million billion dollar man for later on because that's going to happen. 
Um, it'd be like if they cast Lou Ferrigno again as the Hulk in like Avengers. It'd be like, really? You can just CGI the Hulk. You don't need to just get a. <laughs> as far as you being, make, you could make Apocalypse be a CG character and just have people go, okay. Just get Andy Serkis to do the voice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, Frank it, Welker. Yeah. yeah. Frank Welker to do the voice. As far as the trailer, was there anything in it? Because it, I mean, last week, last episode, we talked about the Batman Superman trailer where it seemed to give away everything. Do you feel that this trailer did a better job of hiding the story, but giving you enough to entice you to to what the plot might be? Well, they spoiled the fact that you know Katniss is in it because apparently <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence doesn't like takes that character, <laughs> and it's like today we have to fight and we have to do which this. is it really looks weird. Very much more it's straight up not like, mystique in this. Yeah. yeah, it looks more like Katniss. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah, which, she just hasn't. She doesn't have the mystique thing. But if you go back and look at the original... Can't hide Jennifer Lawrence's face. It's the same reason why <laughs> Thor gonna, keeps his helmet on for two seconds. Right. If it's the last one that she's going to be in, you might as well. But it, but if you go back and look, because we just watched X-Men, the first X-Men last night when we were here. Mm-hmm. If you look at that whole movie, Rebecca Romain is, is mystique throughout the whole thing, unless she's changing into another character. There's very rarely that you see her as a... A, a person as uh, you know Rebecca. Well, even in the X Men First Class, Jennifer Lawrence was still a nobody and was in the makeup for ninety percent of that film. But now that she's famous, you can't hide her face. But X Men First Class worked because it was it w- it was the evolution of the of the mutation. Right, but again, it's 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 the same reason Chris Evans can't keep his helmet on as Cap for more than a couple minutes when he's fighting because you gotta you gotta show the face you gotta yeah. show you gotta show the money maker but even even in the people. comic books now you see cap without his mask a lot more he's also old now too well, well but even sad. before you got to be old before you even got to uh captain america winter soldier you know he still was taking his mask off more and more it was because you knew steve rogers as the as the secret identity to cap right but even when so, it's somebody would that it's actually more of a secret identity or more of a in this case a mutant that is that's their normal look right. but it's movie. you expect to see it more well we know why it's right. because she's famous oh yeah and they can't hide her face and even I mean, she? Uh, yeah. some some it's, yeah. it's also i mean but it, it, like it works when you come up with like a clever out what they did for iron man right uh, where you shoot him in the black uh-huh. With all of the HUD around his face, and that's a really clever out to like, how do you Iron Man, but also you can't have him fight without a helmet, right? You right. know, for the entire movie. But see, for a character like that, it works. But right. even if you look at the Incredible Hulk, in in the Avenger movies, you know, you you have these moments where once he he needs to Bruce Banner that is transform into the Hulk, he is the Hulk until they somehow you know. In, in Avengers 2, you know, Scarlett Johansson does her little nursery rhyme to bring him out. Right. But it's not a, it's not a, well, I mean, that character's kind of odd anyway. It's, so it's, it's, it's hard to do also, with that character. But it, the Hulk also is modeled to look after whichever actor's playing. Exactly. That's true. But it's not, you know, it, again, Hawkeye doesn't have a mask or wear sunglasses in the right. movies because you got to show Jerry Murray's face. Thor, in the first Thor movie, he wears the helmet when they first arrive from battle in, in yeah. Asgard, and then immediately takes off the helmet, and you never see it. He even armors up at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. What happened to your helmet, man? You don't want Do your, you... your melon of a noggin getting crushed in? Before we get too far into, I mean, into He's a god. This, do you do you feel that that's kind of the the bad thing about 
the movie and the superhero it's, it's movies been, it's been going off i mean even when you look at like uh, not so much the first batman but when you get into that the like the second michael keaton batman yes. you know the thing he does you know the big finale he rips off the mask to show his identity mm-hmm. uh and, and they've kind of done that even even with the christian bale ones they they kind of tried to ride the line and i think they did a better job of it more than any other superhero movie currently because, you know, with Michael Keaton and, you know, the Schumacher movies, when he became Batman, like, it was already star power. Right. So they didn't really have a need to take off the mask, except for, that, like, that one moment at the movie where he needs to, like, reveal himself to a certain character. And some of the fighting has already died down. But with Christian Bale, like, we know he's Christian Bale. You know, there's, you know, I, for me, it's that weird, like, it's like, oh, who's Batman? I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to suddenly forget that it's Christian Bale's Batman. Right. And they feel like, no, people people have to see the face or they're going to become disinterested. And I don't think that's true, but I know that's how a lot of people think. Do you, would you that's rather see... a lot of the actors' contracts, too. Well, that's why I was going to get the next one. Would you that, rather... That's when you get the odd man out for dread when you have... Uh, Keith Urban? Keith, uh, Ka- uh, Carl, Carl, Urban. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Keith Urban is, is the music <laughs> yeah. singer. Yeah, Carl Urban, who specifically <laughs> demanded that he That'd never reveal his face yeah. in the right. film, versus everyone else's contracts who were like, no, you have to show my face. Right. Well, and that's what I was going to say is, as far as, you know... As as you look at the Sylvester Stallone one, he wore that helmet for the opening uh-huh. sequence and then never again, because again, you, know, you got to sell... Brand recognition. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're well, selling you themselves. Don't, don't cover a face like this. You know, you gotta make it out there. Dread was an awesome movie. <laughs> and Dread was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and But that's but when you hear something. When you hear with a Carl when he goes like, no, no, no. I, I'm specifically asking to never show my face in this film because nobody should know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see more movies take that, that road? Or yeah, more, but more it's, but actors? It's, but it's, I would like more actors to take the role because for mm-hmm. me, that's, that's self-confidence in the ability. It's like, yeah. I know who you are, Chris Evans. I'm not... I'm not right. gonna, do you do you I, know him deep down? I'm not a goldfish. And, and here's yeah. what I wonder: knowing some more of the inside of the business, I'm wondering if it's more of the actor making that choice, or if it's their their production team, you know, their their manager slash agent. Yeah, nego- and it's a, I mean, I, again, I can't I can't fault all actors cool. so much as I can also go like I'm sure there's somebody in a movie studio going like, no, we we got this guy. You're gonna have to show his face, yeah. right? It's well, you know, well, hey, yeah. you know what, you know. Chris Hemsworth, man, he's I'm, I'm, he's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm We've got to show Chris him. Chris Hemsworth money. I better get right. Chris Hemsworth face. Now, and I know we're gonna uh, 2016. I know we're gonna talk about this a lot, especially in the very beginning. But something where we're seeing like Deadpool, Deadpool char- the char- character character of Deadpool is almost always in yeah. a mask, even when you know there's not a, a, a like Spider Man where there's you know Peter Parker sometimes or right. Or, well, they even did that in the Spider the first three spider-man movies he gets his he tears his mask right. off or gets burned off every every but in, in something like that you can have peter parker and spider-man because they're both interesting characters on themselves for a struggling photographer he has a lot of money to replace his, <laughs> his spandex suits, his some, suits. <laughs> there's some guy downtown yeah. like may is loaded I keep, I keep, I keep aunt may gets you know how they say they don't, you know it doesn't sell like hotcakes or selling like hotcakes she makes wheat cakes <laughs> sell even more than hotcakes so she makes a ton of cash and she just fucking hides it from peter but my point is with Deadpool, yeah. it's it's a character that is mainly in nine, you know, at least ninety percent of the time in his mask, right? And what, it seems like, and that seems to be what uh, what he did. Too. Yeah, it, De- Ryan Reynolds is it, basically. It like, does. It seems like know. Ryan Reynolds has embraced that. There are times when, in like, we've seen it in the trailer where he's shown, but he he still even when, that's the thing. I think he's scarred he up. Knows. He's like everybody knows it's me under that mask. Right. He knows, it's like everybody knows I'm in that costume. 
So, you know, I don't... I need to be true to the character. He doesn't know? care that it's him. Yeah, in the right. right. Like, you know. But even, like, with and Halloween and, and a couple other be, times... It's going to be a stunt guy in that suit most of the time. Right. And then he's going to be doing the voice dubs and stuff, which is, mm-hmm. which is absolutely fine. When they did yeah. Green Lantern... They made his mask as tiny as possible so you could recognize his face. Well, at least right. they had the, the line in, in the movie. I mean, the only saving grace in that movie was, you know, when uh, uh, what's-her-name looks at him and goes, oh, like, I didn't know it was you. I mean, your your right. cheekbones are sticking but, but out. the mask is also, you know, yeah. just goes, just covers his eyes. Literally covers eyelids. his eyelids. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. Versus in the comic, you know, it stretches to his temples. I mean, we honestly could do a whole episode of just... And covers the, his nose and... Covering up the actors in right. movies, mm-hmm. you know, and is that's that, what we're, is that what we're doing. Well, it seems like it. Yeah, so we talked about this for the last ten minutes instead of talking about X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Okay, well, going back to Age of Apocalypse, Jennifer Lawrence, we know who you are. It's okay. You can you can be Blue Mystique. But again, I don't. I Did don't think we... that's your choice. No, no, mm-hmm. I, and that, that's 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 fair enough. Uh, sometimes it's an actor's decision. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes I'm sure it's whatever the contract was negotiated was like. Okay, but you got to show my client's face for X amount of time. But here's the thing: in at the end of X-Men First Class. She makes the comment of, you know, when they're on the deserted island, she makes the comment of, this is who I am, when she changes back into Mystique, uh, and this is who I'm going to be. Right. That's why, one of the main reasons why she, she leaves. She famous yet, though. Right, that's true. She hadn't won an Oscar. That's one of the reasons why She's she left with, with yeah, Magneto. Right. She was already in one of the biggest films in the world. Right. And Hunger Games, I think, just started. I think it was just, just about to come out. Yeah. Right. I think it was already board. out. Yeah. But my point is that every, you know, the the uh, Days of Future Past and now Apocalypse, you're seeing her more and more. Matter of fact, I don't even think we saw her as Mystique in the whole trailer. But that's the thing. Is that, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh, and I made the joke of, oh, I didn't know Katniss was in this trailer. Right. It's because her character. Now you're not going to know trailer. who she actually is. Right. Because for. Four movies, five movies. It's been, you know, they've been doing that character a certain amount of justice by, we're gonna keep her blue. That's that's mm-hmm. a huge part of her yeah. character. And then suddenly, nah, that's okay. And then, well, yeah, there's you're an, right. She does make that one comment at the end of. Uh, there's an open class. possibility we're all missing. Yeah, that's just trailer no, no. shots too. She doesn't have her powers. That's entirely possible too. That's, that's possible. I mean, that's the thing. Is she she fights as a soldier, but she doesn't have her powers. That would be interesting. See, yeah. to me, that would be more interesting than just let's not put her in it because she's Jennifer Lawrence. Well, it's a way to get it's to that to, point. It's a way yes. to. It's a way to. It's a justify. It. It's the. Yes. It's the, right Why do we see Iron Man? Why do we see Robert Downey Jr.'s face in the HUD the whole time? It's look. We're not going to hire this guy and not show him for most of the movie. So, we got to come up with a way. Okay, we can put him in there, and he can use his facial expressions, and he can talk, and that's mm-hmm. where he interacts with Jarvis, and yada yada yada. Same thing here. Well, we have Jennifer Lawrence. Who? What? Are, what do we do? So that she isn't supposed to be blue throughout most of the movie. Let's just get rid of her powers. She right. has her power siphoned from her, and she's just come to the X Men for help, and then she gets wrapped up in this thing. So, Psylocke puts a mental block. Yeah, I it. think it's more interesting to look at the fact that Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, all heroes. Yeah. Yes. That's that to me is the most interesting thing. That if it, if it is those those four, and it, well, it, yeah, they, they, it's Archangel and Psylocke, uh, and Storm, Storm, and who's the fourth I'm missing? Magneto. Magneto. So Magneto's the only one, and it's completely Wolverine free. Well, well, we'll see. That, that we know anyways. Of. The trailer was, that was not yeah. selling you on Hugh Jackman, which is what they've done for right. almost every right. film until First Class. Well, they've also said that he was on set for Deadpool at some point, and he was on set for Apocalypse at some point. Right. And that he has said that his last X-Men is going to be uh, the next Wolverine movie, yeah. the Wolverine 3. 
which presumably is Old Man Logan. But yeah, this one is Wolverine free. Right. The trailer. Um, they're not. They're not selling you on Hugh Jackman, which I think they're trying to break free of needing him because they'll just recast him. And that's, that's, well, that's the. Well, I think it also like, gives you a point that you you make that last Wolverine special a little right. more so, right. or mm-hmm. that last Wolverine movie. A well, it's little also more to maybe get the fans used to the fact of hey, you know what? There's you're other characters. A, yeah, you're not gonna have a Wolverine you can in like, movie. You know, you can watch these guys and then maybe which eventually I, refreshing for me anyway. Yeah. I like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but it's also most of those movies were like this is Wolverine the first three X-Men movies mm-hmm. Wolverine story and then first class he's gone then you have Wolverine Origins which no longer counts then <clears throat> Days of Future Past was all Wolverine mm-hmm. and then you had the the Wolverine uh, the second Wolverine film so they've they, he well was do you think Days of Future saga. Past was kind of that was the the tying the two universes together well, to I say we're just, not really rebooting it we're I think just that they saw of, that story and like this is a chance to use Wolverine Right, yeah. and it's yeah. also I mean, and it's fine. I mean, that's, I think they could have. I mean, if they had put Ellen Page as the lead in the movie, like they did in the comics, mm-hmm. I don't think people would be complaining. Because I Ellen think Page people would be complaining, but there's no studio executive that's going to sign off right. on yes, having Ellen right. Page be the star of a multi-billion-dollar right. picture versus go, Hugh, Jackman, you're gonna go Hugh Jackman, who's already had six Wolverine films or six yeah. films Wolverine in it. Dude, she be can successful. totally carry that movie. It's not saying whether she can or can't. Audiences are not going to go to that film if it's her. Fair enough. Yeah, um, that's see the that's the one of the thing is the studios don't seem to trust themselves and the story that they're telling. They've right. got to bring in even, even look at star, some of the other movies. You know, they they've had to bring in other characters in order to try to sell the newer stuff. Right. I mean, it's all, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that next week. We'll yeah. talk about that next week. Right. No, it's um, interesting. I liked it. I liked the trailer. As far as apocalypse, and and I'm I'm just throwing this out there. This out there. Chris and I already had this conversation last night. And I kind of want to get your guys' opinion. The original complaint, uproar, almost breaking the internet with the nerd culture was that apocalypse was purple. Yeah, it looked. I mean, it looked terrible regardless. There's a lot of purple in this trailer. Obviously, there's a lot of purple in the X-Men universe in the past, especially around the time of Apocalypse. You know, especially when you start throwing in, like, Psylocke and some of the others, who their main thing is purple. Yeah. I said, just throwing this out there as as a hypothetical thing, do you think that maybe Apocalypse's color got changed because of the fan uproar? And that's entirely possible. I, I think... That because Brian Singer if the, if the is really a good, big on the, on Twitter and on the internet. Right. If the movie was good, that people would have begrudgingly gotten over it eventually. And if they changed it because of that, you know, more power to them that they were able to do it and at least make I, it look as seamless as possible. But I don't think they changed. I think it. I think I think this was the plan the whole time. Yeah, because we, it was I mean, just here's a production photo. Yeah, right. and it's his makeup and, and yeah. his suit is purple. Not everything. But then done. when they properly light him in the film, when they use the right gels, he's gonna come out the shade of blue. That I he mean, wants if he's gonna, if film. he has CGI effects put on him, purple is a way that you can use it. Right to mark to off. mark him. where right. he is. He's gonna stand out against the background. Right. He's gonna do all those things that makes it easy to take that frame and be able to digitally manipulate the character yes. within it, but also not having to just remove him completely, or he'd just be wearing a, a mocap suit. Right. So that's what. I just think that well, as Chris said at the top of the show, we had said early on that in the beginning of it, when we first saw those pictures, that more than likely they weren't color corrected. They weren't, you know, that wasn't the final shot. 
Right. And now we're seeing some trailer that yeah, is it looks good. And, either and I, final shot or close to it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they I don't think they changed it because of the backlash. If they did, that means they listened, which is good. Oh, right. Backlash is never gonna get his own film. Right. <laughs> so no, I don't I don't Terrible think they did. Backlash. Backlash. No one's gonna do that. I don't think I don't think they did, but if they did, then like that means they're paying attention. Well, that, that was kind of my point of bring of that question is make it red you, and green. Release it next Christmas. Oh God, get, get Shane Black to direct it. Um, but do you, and that was kind of my question was you know do you think that they are listening enough to the fans now that they would make that type of change, or do you think that the studios are so far separated? Themselves? I think something that big, I don't having to go back and change the color of your character completely is not something that you would do if you weren't already planning on doing it. Right. Because right. that would have had to already been in the budget. Yeah. To, to go back and like, well, we need an extra $5 million because we have to color correct every single shot that the main villain in our film is in is because, because a bunch of, of people on Twitter went, it's supposed to be blue, it's purple, stupid. That's dumb. And Brian and no Singer. one's who's, who's going to give you that. No, no executive is going to be so in tune with the world to go, Hey, you know, yeah, let's just pony up that extra five mil so they can correct right. it. Right. Well, look at it. I mean, Brian Singer has not completely jumped the shark, so to speak, with his fans and with the fans of the franchise to isolate them so much as to completely change the idea of a character or the color of a character. I don't know. The first X-Men movie was a pretty big departure from the regular X-Men fair. And for me, the X-Men movies didn't really become X-Men movies until first class. Yeah, but even 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 saying X-Men, you know, X-Men, changing because that's the, the thing is X Men. I would say from the design aesthetic to be more specific. Well, yeah, that. but that was. But that's again. It was, it's it's, the, a, it's the, a thing it was for every, time. It came, off it's, its, it came off of the Matrix too, and yeah. they were very clear that the reason the suits look like that in the movies is because of the Matrix being a smash hit as well. And it was also the but fact that they just didn't think those those type of costumes would anyone would right. really work. Because even with Spider Man, you're like, oh, Spider Spider Man's Spider. Yeah, but it's blue and red. It's a very simple blue and red to put them in. You know, yellow the and yellow blue. and blue, super blue, and all the stuff and that was with it. They still gave Brandon Routh a brown cape for uh, for Superman Returns. Yeah, he's got you know, the, that, that super maroon. Yeah. yeah. You know, Most people color. hated that costume, too, yeah. and there was a lot of backlash but, for it. But the X-Men, I mean, even they had the courtesy enough to, to at least acknowledge the former right. you know, yellow spandex. Oh, yeah, once in they it. did that for first class, I was really excited. Because, I mean, that's also Matthew Vaughn's sensibilities, too. He's, uh-huh. he's not afraid of the ridiculous. And I think for the first few X Men movies, Brian Singer was not trying to make comic movies. He was trying to make regular movies. But even if you look at the first X Men movie to but I think where. He's, I think he's loosened up because he worked with Matthew Vaughn on, on First Class. Yes. And he saw how well it worked. Again, I think it was just it was that, a different that time, time yes. and everything with it. And, and I think what they were going for, you know, people complained about, well, you didn't use the original lineup. And it was just like, we, we couldn't sell some of those characters. Mm-hmm. Right. Beast is a tough sell versus Storm. Right. You know, that sort of thing. And then the second one, to me, X2 is one, a, a perfect comic book movie because it, it is, it's such a comic book brought to page. And you remove them out of that costume for a lot of it and just put right. them in civilian clothes. It was one of the things of the X-Men. They weren't always in costume. They stayed pretty you know. true to Sabretooth in the first one. They did. They did. You know, and Which it, is actually one of their mistakes because yeah. we found a much better Sabretooth later. <laughs> Which was the only saving grace of Wolverine <laughs> Origins. Can't um, wait until they go back and digitally replace But even watching it Tyler last May night, you're, Schreiber. You, when you're looking at it and you're going... You know what? This movie, because X Men was pretty much the the jumping off point for superhero movies. You know that if that movie, other than Batman, See, I don't know if that's true. I still give that to Blade. Really? Yes. 
because Blade was the first truly modern superhero film that did its job well enough that a lot of people didn't realize they were watching a comic book movie. Yeah, that that's was a, true. Blade, I'll give you Blade that. basically was was something that took its its source material and put it out there, and people went to see it, and people who enjoyed the source material enjoyed it. And people who had, had no idea that it was source material. Right, I'll, I'll give you It's that. like Shawshank Redemption when you tell people it's a Stephen King novel, and they're like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. So Shawshank Redemption is a Stephen King book. No, it's, they, they can't be Stephen King. I know what Stephen King is. It's Carrie and It. No, no, that's what it is. Right. Blade was one of those things you saw and said, oh, that can't be a comic book. He's not, he's not flying. Right. He's not punching people. This, that, that's not no. This, no, this I'll can't give you be, that. You know, I'll, so. I'll give you that. But if you're looking at a X Men is very important. X Men and Spider Man yes. are the two are yeah, two extremely two important. important you ones. don't. Marvel doesn't do anything. If Spider Man does middling and X Men does middling, Marvel never gets into the movie business sure. on their own. Marvel just ends up selling everything to studios that are desperate to find something. And look, the last fifteen years of our movie culture would just be completely gone. Right. Well, I don't even think you would even have something like Batman versus Superman as a movie. Without having some of these other, you know, like X Men and Spider Man. For years too, they put the, I, I suppose the logo they, with. They put the logo in I Am Legend, which uh-huh. coincidentally has Will Smith in it. Woo! But that's when they were first trying. They were yeah. banking on Superman Returns being a mega hit to do something. And it but you're still out. talking post X Men, post Spider Man, yes. you know. Yeah. And so and all of those things. Do you think that Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse, is going to Stay true to enough of the what the fans would want from an Age of Apocalypse movie, and still. Well, that's the thing. I think they dumped that title because it has nothing to do with Age of Apocalypse. It's basically just Apocalypse versus the world. There's lots of apocalypse stories. Like sure. This. this is what the first apocalypse story is in X Factor. Right. It's him coming to coming to the world in modern times, and trying to exact this idea of the survival of the fittest and the reason that he falls from the reason that he you know he's a mutant. He thinks mutants are the next. The next step, evolutioning—it just like what Magneto does, but even farther to basically say, Magneto at that point is mutants should remove themselves mm-hmm. and will own our own society. Apocalypse advocates open war between mutants and humans because he knows the mutants are going to win because they are the fittest; they will survive, and then they'll build their own society on Earth with no humans alive at all. Right. That's his whole point. Over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's what this film will be. It's Apocalypse showing up, and then it has a lot of the backstory as it was ending up being written as Apocalypse went more and more, and you realized that you know they, they brought the backstory that he was the first mutant and that he was uh, revered as a god in ancient Egypt right. and that he had been through all these times and all of his connections to Mr. Sinister and stuff like that. That's the interesting thing to me is if they'll show Mr. Sinister. That's what I was wondering, and I was going to ask that question a little bit later, um, which I'll just go ahead and ask it now. Do you think, and I was wondering this the other day, do you think Mr. Sinister as a character is too far-fetched for mainstream audiences? I don't think it's too far-fetched, but I also don't think he's necessary to the story. He's not. And I don't think he'll be a necessary piece of the story. I think it'll just be an Easter egg in the background. He's just going to be a doctor. Yeah. You think it'll, so? It'll be, it'll be Dr. Doctor Essex. Yeah, whatever, it'll be yeah. Dr. Essex or it'll he's be... He's not going to look like Sinister is. Yeah, right. it'll just be someone in there because be you, you put that seed, yeah. you can continue this sort of of thoroughfare this sort of theme line going forward and you can use sinister as a villain in another right. film i mean if they're, they're going forward with new people as, as x-men we see new new actors as as mm-hmm. the original x-men um if you're going to go forward with this and you're going to do another film and you want to continue the theme of mutants versus humans nathaniel essex is a great character to use because his whole point is to try to get a pure mutant 
right. of thinning the bloodline to get the most powerful mutant. That's why he was obsessed with Jean Grey and Scott Summers, mm-hmm. thinking that, that the child of the two of them, yeah. Great Madeline Pryor. Yeah, so there's a lot There's a lot of avenues you can go to. It's just kind of an interesting thing, because they do have a connection. It'd be interesting to see him. That if you want to do... You can have him could, and Channing Tatum as Gambit show up, because Gambit at one point was working for Mr. Sinister. Right. Right. And But it's also, he's a character that can drive his own movie in and of itself. Just his storyline is interesting enough that you can get a movie out of it. Well, you don't really need him for this. And he is that he is such an interesting character, but he is one of the more outlandish characters his, of I, the Star Wars. I, 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 would, I the, would say his appearance could be considered outlandish, but the core story, you know, he just needs to look like a regular person. He doesn't well, have to. He doesn't have to have the the pale skin. Well, we saw that with uh, with you know with Kilgrave as Purple and and right. Jessica Jones. You didn't need to have the Mister Purple in order to have the core of that character. Right? Because you have the TARDIS somewhere in the. Shut yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, but yeah, I, I, I he, get he, I, he can drive his own movie. I, will he be in this? Maybe. It's but a lot of his appearance is the appeal of the character too. Right. It is for me. I mean, yeah, yeah I yeah. like that he's a geneticist and he screws with the genomes, but. Looks awesome. His appearance yeah, is one awesome. of the coolest looking ones, yeah. and the cape, you know, even though it's so unpra- impractical, is one of the coolest iconic images you can see. Right? Is he going to be in the movie? I don't know, maybe. It would be an interesting twist. It'd be that would be an interesting thing to leave out until the very end and Perfect. have that as a as a reveal in the movie. Sure. Uh, anything in the in the trailer that you saw that was a spoiler to you? So. I think they did pretty good. I mean, I think not uh, in terms com- of story. Yeah, com- yeah, comic fans kind of know the story enough to sort of see the elements that they were like, "Oh, hey." Anything they had already said because they'd already mentioned who the characters would be playing right. the four horsemen, right. so that wasn't a surprise either. I mean, that would have been interesting to see the trailer for the first time and realize that the four horsemen are yeah, <laughs> Storm, yeah. Psylocke, Archangel, and and, uh, Magneto. and Magneto. With Ar- Archangel being the only comic book character that has a connection mm-hmm. to being one of the four horsemen. Do you like this four horsemen group? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think they're cool. I mean, it's an interesting way to in- introduce Psylocke and Storm into the new universe. Yeah, or at least the, the, the young Storm. Who, right. I wonder yeah. if they will give her the accent that Halle Berry could not maintain. And the, you know, the funny thing movie. is we were watching it last night, and you literally could hear it come in and out. Yeah, yeah she can't. Which it's she dropped in the second one. Yeah, she just dropped it entirely because she couldn't do it. So. Yeah. Um, what about? Okay, so if there was nothing that was a spoiler, do you think that the reveal of... Professor X in the suit with the bald head should have been left for the movie. I don't think so. There's no reason. I mean, does it suck that we didn't get to see him freshly bald? Right. In the movie? No, it Uh, also adds to the the fact of, you know, well, how did he become bald? You know, like... It's a good shot at the end, though, at least. It's not like just a... It's an iconic shot, shot, but yeah. yeah. Well, it also shows that he goes back into the wheelchair. Well, he's in the wheelchair in the, in, at the end of the second one. You, uh, you see him in yeah. the wheelchair all through this one. Do you? Yeah. I thought you saw him walking. No. Yeah. Because the, they, yeah. they established it in, in Days of Future Past that it was the the uh, yeah, yeah, no. serum that uh, Beast came up with. Um, but was All I, I want to know is if Kelsey Grammer is going to be back. Never. I don't think so. I think you know what the little bit. Such a good job. The little bit that you had. I think Days of Future Past. Yes, and they was a nice wrap up for all of those characters. Well, that's what it was. Yes, that's the reason that they redid the Days of Future Past. The end is like, look, this is we erased everything else. The the number three didn't happen. Chuck is Chuck is still alive. Gene and, and Scott are still alive, and they're together, and everybody's happy. And this is what 
the, it the was their swan to, song. Yeah, and that was basically all it was. And that's yeah. all I wanted, and that's what I got. And that's one of the future. reasons why it was one of my well, favorite Because Here's one of the things that I noticed watching X-Men last night was that they don't give you a time frame of when this is happening. Yeah, it's just generically 2000s. Something. Something. Yeah. So yeah. it could be all of this stuff. You know, we saw the 60s in They don't really have cell first phones, First class. Though, we saw so. the 70s in... in uh, in, in Days of Future Past, then this one obviously is going to be the 80s or so. So that could have been, you know, 2000, 2000, yeah. odd, whatever. But it's also, like, that's sort of the, you know, that... Look, like, if Terminator Genesis have taught us anything, it's just don't worry about time travel. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry still about all it. Happen. Yes. They didn't have Believe cell phones. It in your head. Yeah. This was so, before, before Twitter, but after MySpace is when... Look, when the X-Men... <laughs> when, when the first X-Men movie took place. When the original X-Men came to the future and have their own book as kids and interacting with themselves in the, as adults in the comic books, their whole timeline is thrown completely out. Yeah. You, I mean, the X-Men timeline, if you look at it, it's so fucked up that... I don't think that even Marvel knows how to put it back together in a certain that way. That isn't a chance of putting it back together. You're just telling new stories. Yeah. That's all Which the movies are kind of doing that, too, mm-hmm. with it. Um, speaking of timelines, we've seen uh, Independence Day, Resurgence, the new trailer that came out. What does that have to do with timelines? Yeah, what does it have to do with timelines? Because Michael it Crichton? continues the timeline. Yeah, I was say, is it the Michael Crichton book? It continues the timeline of the first uh, Independence Day. Okay. Why wouldn't 20 years later. Because a lot of the reboots are reimaginings or whatever don't do that anymore. It's a yeah, direct sequel, They would have just remade... This is a direct sequel 20 years later. Right. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I'm not... It's not going to be terrible. It. Yes. Of because not, the first one is terrible. The trailer for this looked good. That's fantastic. Trailers good. to a lot of stuff look good. Like, Awesome. I did, but I, here's, Look, here's the thing. I, it's an not, interesting concept. Yes. The the beginning is shot well. TV you know, show. The, the, Should have been a the, TV the show. UN driving out there, and we get the boom. And we see there like the alien <laughs> city that nobody ever noticed. Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah. this is where where is this? It doesn't matter. There's right. no it like way. It looked like in the middle of the United States. Yeah. You know? Unless that's something later that just started. Yeah. But yeah, it's like how we've the, missed this for the last twenty yeah. years. Aliens have been living among us, and we didn't we didn't know. Look, it's. Are, are we really? Are we really going to get excited for a movie that's twenty-one years old? Right. It's also. I, it's. I'm. I'm not enthusiastic about it. Worked for Jurassic it World. Because I'm, didn't work I did, for Indiana Jones. I didn't like. It's like. Sort of. in, so did care. none of you like the first one? First one's terrible. It's cheesy. I, I like the first one. Yeah. The, fir- the first. The first one is one of those movies that you watch it and you go, "Okay, this should be a lot better." But when you really start to think about it, it's so dumb. All that needed to be said it's, about Independence Day was said in Independence Day. I did not need a sequel. I'm I agree with that. I, I not, totally agree with that. Independence Day, when, I, when is, I remember when I first saw Independence Day, I was like, the first hour of this film, the contact sequences to me are everything that's interesting, yeah. minus the stripper part, because of course she's a stripper, because she has to be a stripper. Once the attack yeah. starts, you're just like, no. This Will Smith is the only pilot on Earth who's able to to figure out how to get past one of these alien spaceships that is superior weaponry, superior maneuverability, superior uh, everything. These things would just lay waste to everything that's here. Every alien movie's stupid when you realize if you can cross millions of light years to come to our planet, we don't stand a chance. Well, that's why War of the Worlds that's War of the, the, the only thing that gets to the end of it, like, oh, wait, we have to kill these things. Uh, bacteria. Again, stupid. The War of the Worlds, the, the Steven Spielberg version is so dumb, like, you... you you're literally on the planet. 
for yes. for all these years, and none, nothing, none of you like figure out that most of the planet can kill you. Signs. That signs I agree is with. one of the things. Like signs is, is for me like if you just take it as a horror film and it makes you jump. Mm-hmm. And, but when you really think about it, you have an alien society that comes to Earth. They don't send a scout that then comes back and says, "Okay, so you see all this blue stuff right here? All that it covers three quarters of the planet. Yeah, that kills us. Well, no, so, I agree so with we're not going to this planet anymore. Well, the thing about we're going to go somewhere the Steven else. Spielberg one, I totally agree well, with the, the, the original War of the Worlds. Worlds. The the idea behind War of the Worlds is is the, the Martians are also doing it as an act of desperation, and yes. that sort of plays into the in in Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds, the fact that they're not from Mars. Because, they've, because they've been here for billions that, of that, years. That, yeah. that, well, that the, that the ships have been underground right. for years. And it's like, then why did you leave? Why it's like why? Do why those, did you wait till now? Right. It, that's the, like those are those questions. Like that's that like that J.J. Abrams thinking of like it doesn't matter. It's the intrigue. Well, that's or Chris, like that's Chris's thing the, with like the Supergirl box. and and Superman and and and, uh, and Star Trek and everything. Why did you wait thirty years to all of a sudden now decide to do it? Right. It's the it's the mystery box, and I don't like it. I don't care for it unless you actually have a solution. And if anyone's wondering for, why for we're talking intrigue. World of Worlds with Independence Day, because World, World of the Worlds, Worlds is, 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 a, is a modern day version of, Indip- of, of Independence Day is a modern version of World of Worlds, 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 yes. Especially the, the 1953 George. Yeah, because remember that part in World of the Worlds where a MacBook took out the entire mothership? <laughs> no, but it's a computer virus. That yeah, is, it's a computer virus that somehow interacts exactly right. with an interstellar t- right. spaceship that is able to traverse light years in a small amount of time. But it's Will Smith. Woo! Yeah, it's a communist. It's hey, a communist it looks like the pilot in this. The the, the it's younger pilot. Sun. It you looks it. like it's, you know it's the sun. It's it's the sun. It's the stripper you know, sun. Yeah, it's gonna be the stripper sun. He's gonna be like, my dad was a pilot. Now uh-huh. I'm really a pilot. The only the, the saving grace of the film is that at least they've done the idea of we have alien technology and we've adapted it into our society. Right. Yes. They have they have laser weapons. They have brand the, new jets like that we've never seen. Jets. Twin jets. Yeah, they basically have like super jets. This is something where the aliens come by and on a one-on-one basis you have a chance yes. when this gigantic ship shows up teaser spoiler then you're like oh my god there's so many of them is that Whatever, actually a thing, teaser but it's, spoiler but it's also, <laughs> apparently but for me the, the the weird thing about it is that why would the like it, again but it's also like those n- n- nagging questions that you like the movie like at least the trailer immediately falls apart i can't speak to the movie this may be an entirely different race of aliens because that is when you sort of that would be fascinating, right? Because you look at it, it's like it's only it the, it's Robotech, but it's some right. But because you look at it, it's like okay, we have their technology. It's been twenty years. We have a society technology. that you know, especially a space varying society, is not going to be able to completely revamp and re uh, and change its technology. Not in ju- not not so much in just twenty years, but on the society in which they live in. Right. At least the ba- and then the idea that they come here and they're suddenly you know like oh they're already like the original race. Which sent this one bizarre scout ship is now suddenly like well it's, it's obviously it's, twenty times more powerful with different styles. It's the, ships it's the and, American version of Robotech. Yeah. When they took all these, they took three different series in Japan. They mashed them together. What they did is the Macross saga has a certain alien, and mm-hmm. in the American version, it's the Zentradi. The SDF one shows up. The world adapts that technology to its weaponry because they know these aliens are coming and they're going to come to take this ship. Right. We have to have these big, huge mechs that transform in order to to stop them. You go through the whole thing. As you go through Southern Cross and there's something else, and then you get to um, uh, the, the, the next gen, the new generation. I can't remember what the third one is called all of a sudden. You find out that the Zentradi are a warrior race that was developed by the Invid to come and take the SDF-1 back because that ship has this protoculture, which is this super magical MacGuffin. It's another race of aliens. 
that come to Earth to finish off the job, and they're more powerful than the Zentradi they first showed up. The Zentradi were simply built as warriors. They're robots mm -hmm. in all intents and purposes. They're clones. They build these this warrior race, and they send them out to do their dirty work. The, the storyline that they put together was basically that it's a different race that sends the first race that you see and the second race that you see, and now we've come to finish the job. Right. That would be the kind of what That's Sebastian was talking about, the yeah. kind of interesting thing. Is that if would these be interesting, but it looks like from this one is that there's a... The idea is somehow that the, the, some the of the aliens that, survived, and right. they've sent a signal out, and now the rest of them are coming. Right, and the rest of them, for some reason, have a completely different design aesthetic. Mommy's and, coming. And, and well, they, it's a different design aesthetic because it's 20 years later. They, they just yeah, change it of course, and they have different ship designs. Well, look, look at how different the design went between movies that have one, two, and three on them and movies that have four, five, and six, even though they're flipped. Right. I know. I know. And that. for me, that's... that's <laughs> We're not saying any of those no. names this Right, week. but that's... That, that, for me, is like, that would be far more interesting if it's just another alien race versus, like, they're back. Why are you coming back? Mike was talking about there. It's like, you just got your asses whooped by a bunch of primitives. Why are you coming back? <laughs> Because we're, we're gonna, gonna have to let their watch. Hey, look, do it it's right. like uh, you know, it's like humans. If we went into the jungle and a bunch of apes beat our ass, we're gonna come back with a bigger gun and to to go after them. No, I'm just no, gonna be like, we, damn, I, those apes no, kicked my yeah, ass. Um, damn, those apes are badass. <laughs> no, no, no. no we just, hold on. Other people go back. Oh God, here it comes. No, say it again. I said, Vietnam, we left. There you go. <laughs> that, that, that is true. It's like, screw this. We're going home. Goodbye. And why would the aliens Goodbye come back? Goodbye to you, sir. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, that, that's, that, for me, that's why it's so ridiculous. It's like, well, you, you spent that much time coming back? Okay, why? so Well, again, one... it's a Marvel Universe thing, too. Like, how many times do the Scrolls have to get beat on right. Earth before Leave, they're like, you know what? Moving to New York. Yeah, Leave. the Kree and the Shar are like, we can take over all these other planets, but for some reason we can't take over Earth. We're going to transform into cows. That, that, uh, Maybe we should the, stop. It's the Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters, too. It's like, why do you come to New York? Why don't you just go to California's <laughs> beautiful San Fernando Valley? Just, why do we go to St. Louis? Because yeah? there's no museums in why, California. Why do you come here to New York all the time? <laughs> The Don't you understand? Keep turning That's where into the Ghostbusters because already it's easier. Are. Um, the Look, one I'm not, not going to say it's a bad trailer. Okay. I'm just going to say. I really don't care. It's an interesting trailer, but yes. I just don't have any faith in the, the film. One really, great, is there, is there a Roland Emmerich still, film still, we've seen that we enjoy? It's still Roland Emmerich, too. No. Yeah. no there has not been a single Roland Emmerich film that I can honestly say, like, that movie's really good. He's proven himself. The best dialogue in the original movie was the president's speech. Yes. No, the best dialogue in the original movie is Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Many punched an alien in Welcome the to Earth. <laughs> Meet my son. You know Woo! Not Randy Quaid. Punched a hurricane. Hello, boys. I'm no, no, no. Back. Drunk oh. Randy Quaid. Randy, Randy Quaid, Quaid played Randy Quaid. I do like <laughs> the fact that Randy Quaid was drunk on in the movie. Yes. And probably was very method about it. <laughs> oh too. yeah. Um, but the president. What, so, so that movie is what caused him to become an alcoholic. Yeah, like, Stargate. Okay, you know what? There you go. Ooh, I was gonna, well, that's one, what I was like. I was trying one. to find his thing. Like, there's got to be a it's movie right. in his thing. He did Stargate. Ooh, he did was... do Stargate, but then had nothing to do with the TV show that made Stargate live forever. Which, and the Stargate TV like, show is what, made, uh, what everybody made loves. Yes, and and he 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 knows people Stargate, love Stargate. Stargate, so Stargate much. came out the same year as another film, and they're like, you should go see Stargate instead of that other science fiction film because it was better. That's true. So yeah, let's let's go through the rest. Day after tomorrow. No. No. Godzilla. No. 2012 was hilarious. 
Is that the John 20, Cusack? 20, oh, yeah, John yeah. Cusack. Yeah. The, oh, he was the producer for White House Down, so that's okay. <coughs> White House Down is actually then, a really fun movie. Day After Tomorrow, the the uh, the frost that chased them down the hallway. The villain is ice. I kind of liked that movie. No, that movie's terrible. Uh, he did 10,000 BC. That was fascinating. All I remember from 2012 the Patriot. is when, when was oh, the Patriot was cool. Did he direct the Patriot or was he yeah, just the he's, producer? He's under a See, I like, I like, I love the Patriot. Same with 2012. I don't know if it's because he did direct, he did White House Down. He the thing, the thing that, that, that <laughs> I love 2012. I saw that with my friend Aaron, and um, the world cracks in half. No, uh, what's his face? Plays the president. president. Murtaugh plays the president. What's that guy's name? All of a sudden, Danny Glover. Danny Glover Danny plays the president. <laughs> Murtaugh. You can't and think of Danny I can Glover. Never, I can never remember Danny Glover's name. And I just turned to him and I kind of laughed, like, like we'll ever have a black president. And it was right after Barack Obama had been had been uh, elected, and yeah. the woman in front of me like turns around, <laughs> like I'm some jackass that's really saying I'm like it, it's a joke because we have a black president. Like it, it's okay. <laughs> Look, I get it. You know, Morgan. Yes, it, it was. Yeah, it was much more. It was much more edgy with Morgan Freeman and Deep, Deep Impact because right. at the time and they blame him for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan Freeman destroyed the world. I asked this asteroid to hit us. Okay, look. The president's speech in Independence Day. President's speech in Independence Day is crap. Oh, it was great. No. It was one of the greatest presidential speeches that you would get no, in a movie. No, the greatest presidential speech in any movie is Get Off My Plane. That's <laughs> the best one. Oh, plane. come on. Get don't off e- my plane. Don't even go there because Donald Trump apparently no, we're not thinks... No, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> apparently thinks that Harrison Ford's really that character. No, just shut up. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't. It's just called acting. I know. That's what Donald Trump does. That's, that's exactly what he does. Um, that's why you're president. I'm the greatest actor. actor. But <laughs> you have that why, speech. No actor's ever going to be a president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Secretary <laughs> of State's uh, Jerry Lewis. Come on. <laughs> that would Hello? be great. Russia, please don't blow us up. <laughs> Jerry Lewis's president would be priceless. A portable TV studio. <laughs> um, but the president's speech from Independence it's Day iconic. is iconic. It's iconic, and it was all through this trailer, right? And they're trying it they, because to they're trying to sell you on the yeah. rose-colored glasses of nostalgia. That is true for a movie that is terrible. No one is nostalgic <laughs> See, about. And as soon as I they will say st- this, yes, I watched the movie for it, it for Fourth uh, of July because it's just a fun movie to watch. Yes, is it a movie that I would watch at any other time of the year? No. I say there are far worse films out there. Than Independence Day. It is a movie that has its moments and it's kind of fun. What I'm saying, it it's is, a terrible film. It is the second best Roland Emmerich film after Stargate, which is a franchise <laughs> I love to death. But you love it because of the TV show. I, well, no, because that first movie is also very watchable. I still the love, I, I like the that first movie. movie is fantastic. That's, no, that's one of those. Th- but it's also well, like, the only movie, I guess. But yes, the, Stargate is actually a very good film. I'm, I'm surprised how well it holds up. And it's up one of those things where, like, that's how long it's been that I've even considered, like, because I watched the original movie and then you jump right into the show, which is a direct sequel to uh-huh. it. That is how long, uh, that's how much thought I've ever put into the fact that Roland Emmerich was in any way involved <laughs> in Stargate. Uh, and involved so little in the TV show that he decided, due to its popularity, he was going to remake Stargate. Yeah. Because it needed to be remade, obviously. Well, I hadn't, I hadn't seen it for, like, the movie. I still watch Star Trek over again. I hadn't seen it for like 15 years or so, and then I went back and watched movie, it. And I was like, the, wow, this still holds up. This is of, still yeah, really it is, good. It's a really, really solid concept, and it, it doesn't 
push itself too far. But in its complexity, it's very simple too. Right. That's the that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, it, it's not trying to be anything Somewhere more than it is. Somewhere along the way, he lost subtlety. <laughs> there's a lot of there's Come a lot on, of things the that are babies in Godzilla. There's a yes. lot of things that are implied in that film that you get because of the iconic or yes. you know the the pyramids and all the the the, the Egyptology in it. But it's not something that's like, you don't understand. Our entire society is based on this alien that came to this planet so long ago, blah, 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 and all this other crap. It right. just presents itself for what it is, and then it ends up being a bunch of guys with machine guns take on really tall dudes with lasers, uh-huh. and a bunch of kids go crazy and everything like that, and then the ship blows up. Yeah. But then when you get to the show, the show survives. is just amazing how how there's so many different scar- stargates and how right. they all interact. They, 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 they expounded on because I think that they expounded on an idea that was all right, like that that was ripe yeah. for for using different mythologies and different alien races, but also the fact that human beings in and of themselves were able to separate themselves from their mm-hmm. their alien overlords and become their own. Their own people, right? Which again was like a big theme, not only in the film because again, like humanity fought against Ra, and he just decided to never come back. Yes, because it was not worth it. And again, it's just like that. Again, that the it's it's a simple concept that there is a lot you can do with. Yes, and then well, this is simple too. But the, the aliens come back to blow us up. Really, where it jumped to shark. Right, right. And then I the, just wonder if Microsoft paid for this film. And we'll have like windows and invade the mothership <laughs> and explode. It'll be it'll be made up operating. I'll tell you system. one thing with this though, Jeff Goldblum looks good. He does. Yeah. Yeah. He does. That guy's ripped. Was well, there up and not like pressing yeah. against his head? It's like yeah. in it's the like apartment. I just love the fact he can come back and do this film, but he couldn't come back and do Jurassic World. He couldn't, he couldn't have one scene. <laughs> That's in Jurassic why World. he he signed <laughs> up to do this, this film. This one's he's more like uh, a lead role though too. Can't. Okay, before we before we go into Harley, um, there is one more trailer. Whoa, there is one more trailer that did come out this week um and and i know we're we're not really supposed to talk about it but so don't talk about it we're not talking about star wars move on you're the only person that's mentioned so far we we've all avoided it you weren't supposed to say that teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 out of the shadows came out this week we don't need to talk about that one either move on well we talk about it in the sense that Watching the trailer, I, like I, said, I didn't hate the trailer. I'm not going to see the film because yeah, I knew the first one was a complete, see, I'll, I'll see the film. A complete no, disaster. I, I, I have the you know fool me once, shame on yeah, fool, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame yeah. on you, whatever the. I'll don't see get fooled it again. I'll see yeah, it. Exactly. Don't get fooled again, man. Don't get fooled again. That's why. That's why. Like, I'm, but I'm saying, secure. saying all of that, the trailer, like if this was the trailer for the, the first, first movie film, i would have yeah. gone to yeah. see this it, right away it has it, its tone seems much more even yes um its tone seems much more of the original cartoon and even the nick cartoon now uh-huh um the nick cartoon now is amazing the nick cart look yeah. if you want teenage Mutant ninja turtles watch the nick cartoon the, 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 the turtles in space right now yes. with a fugitoid is effing amazing yeah even, oh yeah uh, even tmnt that they did which was the, the yes. animated movie the animated one. Maji, that was the, that was when good it was too when they did sequel. when they did turtles 2000 which uh, adapted almost straight adapted a lot of the mirage stories mm-hmm. but anyway um steven amell plays green arrow as casey jones well, and, and you know right so far, on there. everybody i have heard everybody that's seen the trailer has said the exact same thing he is playing the arrow as casey jones yeah but that's i mean that just kind of shows you who steven Especially amell is this, this but it's also it's yeah. also it's kind of casey happy. jones anyway yeah right. i mean it's got the, the, but that, that's that, why they hired him yes. casey jones is cocky and, uh-huh. and, and he's you know that that type of thing this didn't look absolutely terrible no. william fickner's in it it looks like he has a bigger role in it i like william fickner as an actor 
Hey, he's also an Independence Day resurgence. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it just looked like it looked like an, it looked like how a Ninja Turtles movie that like if someone was just goes like hey, I'd like to see a Ninja Turtles movie, what would you kind of do? With yeah, it? if you're not going to do like... Ninja Turtles as a pure kids film, and you're not going to do Ninja Turtles as the original Mirage series, which has a lot of bite and killing mm-hmm. and death into it, and mysticism and all of that, this kind of seems like the type of movie that you would make. And then you have Megan Fox is still in it, and we know at some point she's in a schoolgirl outfit. Yes. So you're like, well, okay. <laughs> it's like, but, it's like you, we, we put all this in here, like, it's all fits. But then we are going to take April O'Neil and turn her into an absolute sex bot because we hired Megan Fox to do her. Yes. I'm not complaining that Megan Fox looks like that. I'm complaining that Megan Fox looks like that in this film. I, the, one th- the things that people have been begging for since the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie looks like the Krang are invading. Yes, and we have Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady, which now look pretty good. They look cartoony. They look, they, but they look, but they to look, me, look, they looked almost unrendered. Here's the, that's entirely possible here's too. The thing. But but I, but the but their look, I, I actually like the way they look in the trailer, mostly because like the characters are already very cartoony and bizarre. Yes, yes but when you look at them with the turtles, here's the thing: the turtles are just very off-putting design-wise. Here's oh, the it, thing: it is. Everyone's like, oh, they don't look real. They don't, they're not real. No, I get that. But that's the thing. They're not real. So yeah, they're right. going to stand out. Me, they're going a... to look cartoony. They're going I'm fine with it cuz like no one is watching this. It's not like you have a tiger on screen and the tiger looks totally fake. Right. You have two characters that are a rhinoceros and a warthog who are mutated into these gigantic beings. One of them wears a mohawk with little tiny glasses. Mm-hmm. The other one's got commando, you know, uh, jeans on or whatever and a vet they're going to look kind of crazy. Look, right. they look a hell of a lot better than the the the, the, two the number two. Yeah, the oh, stuff at the end of that. number two. My my thing was that they when I said they didn't look real, they didn't look finished. They didn't they didn't the shading on them didn't like, look for, like it was finished or I things can like that. For me, the big divide is like when I look at a movie like Jurassic World, the dinosaurs in Jurassic World don't look as good as they did in any of their previous incarnations. Right, and that's because they went mostly all CG. You know, they didn't do any sort of good mix of practical effects, and that sort of that's you know there's that, almost too many shots in that film. Right. They didn't take the time to render the shots that they right. had because it's just we got to get this. Movie yeah, some out. of it looks fantastic, and some of it right. looks terrible. And Baxter Stockman's going to be in this, right? But then I go, but then you look at this; it's like Bebop and Rocksteady looking a little cartoony is not going to hurt you versus something like your Velociraptors better look goddamn real, right? And in this movie, in they Jurassic can't look World, real because they don't have feathers, right? Hmm. Well, I li- and even in that, I liked how they, they at least addressed it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something, you're going to make a change like that in a movie, and you address it, the fact that, you're gonna, it, that you're, you're, you're making you're a change... You're going to need a better explanation than that. Well, then maybe but Rocksteady still, and Bebop are holograms. <laughs> but still, if you, if, you make an, if you make an attempt to address the fact that you're making that change, I will accept it more than if you just completely... No, Wait, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I... I, I, I we're getting off on a tangent, but I disagree because I would have rather they not said anything, because then they just then they just gave you a non-answer to something that they could have done but chose not to, and that was what the explanation was. It was like we could have made them look realistic, but people are used to seeing them like this, and that's a non-answer. Versus like I wish if they didn't address it, I wouldn't really care because they're already in Jurassic, They already addressed it in Jurassic Park Three, the genetically engineered theme park monsters. They don't look real because they're not. So out of these three movies, almost like an F. Mary Kill, um, which movie would you want to see? Which movie, if you, 
if you trying to marry a movie, yeah, like, <laughs> almost. Which movie would you? Which movie are you gar- going well, to see? I'm going to marry Teenage Ninja Turtles because Megan Fox is in it. <laughs> marry X Men. Well, yeah, it's like we're going to see X Men. We might see Independence Day. We might not. And the smart ones of us are not going to see TMNT too. Really? See, I would have thought you would have said that you were definitely seeing X Men. You might see TMNT too. And no, I'm you not. Won't see. I just said. No, like, I said to me, X Men is like that's eh, a long term yeah, commitment. Effing one night stand TMNT. <laughs> right, and then Independence Day is. Just, I don't want to. Right, so you're you're, so. you're saying you well, you're I, saying I that you would C-P-O you're definitely seeing X Men. You might see TMNT and Independence Day. Forget it. Yeah. No, see, I'm a hardliner. I I'm, would not see Independence Day or TMNT. See, Independence Day. The thing is, Independence I'm, Day. I might give a pass. I'll at give. Home. I'll give myself for this. I'm a sucker for invasion movies. I love alien invasion movies, as dumb as they always end up being. I don't know why. They're is fun it, to watch. Yeah, like I said, a lot of it. A lot of it is money. like with Independence Day. A lot of it is the the lead up is great. Like I like the beginning of Independence Day a lot. It, I mean, to me, it, a, a film if it's just there's a big saucer that just showed up over Washington, and it's two hours of what the United States would actually do, like what is our, our, our exo-threat sort of idea, and then the movie ends when the pod opens. I would actually like that film. Well, like, that's okay, why you liked World War Z, right? The whole, yeah, or at least the book. Well, the book, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you still saw. But did you see World War Z because of the book, or did you see it because you were interested in the movie? No, it was, World War Z was had nothing to do with the book. It was, right, it's a zombie movie, and people said it was good. I didn't go see it when when it first came out because I'm like, I know it's not the book because you can't film the book. Right, and, they, film, and you, I mean, you can film the book, but no one's going to see it. It's look boring. when we stood there and we talked to Max Brooks for the longest time. He yeah. said it wasn't going to be the Man, book. It wasn't going to be a book, and it didn't need to be anything for the book. It was. It's just. It's a zombie movie. That's yeah, why I didn't go see it mostly because like, yeah. like oh, the book is really interesting, and this just looks like Brad Pitt running around being chased by. Yeah, separa- there is going to be a sequel. Separate yourself. From, There's going to be a sequel. If you separate yeah, yourself from the book, you can enjoy the film. Here's the thing. I didn't see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't really have an interest in seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Right. 2. I saw Independence Day. Like I said, I don't absolutely hate the film. Mm-hmm. I don't love the film. It's not one of my favorites. But it's this is the type of film, even with watching the trailer, I'm like, I know this is going to be dumb as hell. Right. But for some reason, it intrigues me to go see but it. But for someone that is, is a turtle love lover and fan... Of the TMNT world, Look, I'm glad this isn't the only Would you, other incarnation you, you of Teenage Mutant. You still not interested you in see it at all? No, no, you don't support. I didn't see the first one. You don't support the like. You don't. You shouldn't support something because of a blind like. Yeah. Look, I saw both of those Star Trek movies. Right. I am not seeing number three. You, yeah. If you saw number three, I'd stop talking to you because I didn't like one. Well, I, I, and I I hated number two. Oh yeah. You, and then you made that perfectly clear. But then, but then, but that's the thing. It's like it's like no, I'm done. I just don't have to go see it. And my blind and my love of Star Trek is is not a good excuse to spend money on the third one. Right. Yeah. It's I have. It, it's the, the old argument like, of the guys. I have my movies at home. Yeah. I have my. I, they're all on Netflix. I've got my Blu-rays. Yeah. I'm okay. It's, it's the old argument that I used to get into with all the guys on the GI Joe forum for IDW. Sure, I get it. Yeah. They're sitting there like, but but if I don't support it, there isn't going to be. A, a good G.I. Joe comic. And I look, you, there isn't a good G.I. Joe. According to you, there is not a good G.I. Joe right. comic now. Why support, why are, why support it? I, The first comic that I actually like looked at and said, I need to give this up, was the Punisher. It's my favorite Marvel character, uh-huh. that and Thor. I got into Marvel comics through Punisher. Punisher was one of my favorite characters. I bought every Punisher book. I bought horrible Punisher books when he was an angel of death that was spitting hellfire out of his guns right i i read punisher when he fought the devil i read punisher when he was black 
so that they can introduce Luke Cage again to, mm-hmm. to, to start a series that lasted six issues. You I got space, in the middle. You? Punisher in Space is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I read G-Force. It was great. Punisher uh, War Journal with Matt Fraction was horrible. Horrible. It was worse than than Frankencastle because at least Frankencastle, I hated the idea, but the way that the Remender and Tony Moore executed the concept, I could tell it was good comic booking, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it on that level. I hated that it was Frank. That was the first book I'm looking at. Is I'm like, I don't have to support this. I don't like this book, so I stopped buying it. Right. And I woke up the next morning. I went to the comic shop the next week. The sun came out. The sun went down. <laughs> the, it didn't change all this sure. stuff. And you, you know what happened? Matt Fraction got, got canned from Punisher War Journal, and they canceled the title. That's the, 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 well, you had trouble with Daredevil and, then that and really things like that. that really I'm just like, look. Yeah, it's... But you find... I don't want a bad TMNT movie over and over again. Right. Especially when you have such a great television series. You have series. a great television series. So you still have an and outlet Not only do you have a well, you know, television series, other, you have a great IDW series, right. too. The right. IDW the comic series is amazing. Look at the other Michael Basie, Transformers. Every movie, people do nothing but complain about how horrible they are. But you know yep. what they do? They go and see the next one. And I'm right. guilty of that. And I did that for Transformers 4, and we both were like, what did we do this for? And we remembered, we kind of liked 3 when we saw 3. And then I saw 3 again, and I'm like... Why did we like this movie? This movie's terrible. See, I didn't see four in the theater, but I did see it. I, I didn't see Teen, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? I don't know. What movie was that? I don't know what movie that is. I, I think I just said it. Transformer Turtles. even talking about it has yeah. given you a stroke, Rich. <laughs> I think I just had a stroke. I really do. <laughs> Look what it does to you. Look what it's doing to us now. You're watching the middle of it like, mm. <laughs> it, it was bad, I, that, but I still watched it. But I didn't go to the movie theater to see it. But that doesn't matter. You still, I, you you're, know, you're still not, supporting people it. People still got paid Ethan, because you watched it's it. Still you're, you're F. Mary Kill on this one. What would you say? He's not going to see anything. <laughs> He's he's one movie a year, and this is what it's summer. It's going to be like your three, four movies that you see this year. It's crazy. Well, this will be 2016. He's still got one more this year. That's what I'm saying. Like he used all of his movies for next year. He like banked them this year. He took all the stuff from 2016. I used my quota. Yeah, used up the quota. So if you if you were going to see these movies, what would you say is your F. Mary Kill? Definitely see X Men. I might see uh, Independence Day, and I'll completely pass on Turtles. Yeah, see, I'm the wild card. I'll pass on. But see, here for my my kavat for Independence Day, I'll probably wait till I'll watch it at home. See, and that's yeah. just and that's what I was gonna say. Is my I'm, yeah, I'm as not, a wild I'm not card, rushing out yeah, to see I'm it, not, but yeah. if we go, here's. But I'll also say this to Team Ninja Turtles: if people that I know that end up seeing it and go, "This is actually a good film," or it's good enough. Then I'll try seeing. It. Yeah, if, if, if yeah, it, I, if I have it here, if, you're if, gonna if, you might if a watch huge, it. If, if the people well, I it depends. If you say you fans. like it, I, that doesn't matter because <laughs> you saw the first one. So I, I know yeah. a couple huge turtles fans. If they actually go see the movie and then go, it was actually pretty good. And well, our like, friend Jonathan, who's a gigantic turtles yeah. fan, saw the first one and he had to say that he liked it because he couldn't accept the fact that it was bad. I remember this. This was a, a Peter David article years and years ago about the first Star Trek Generations film. Where they said, well, fans said that they enjoyed it because they couldn't accept the idea that that movie was bad. Right. They couldn't accept the idea that it was not a very good film with a terrible villain, that, that, that the whole point of it is a ribbon. It was all of this kind of stuff. He's like, when you blind yourself to fandom and can't accept the idea that it's bad. Right. You know, it would be like people as, as a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, just like, I can't. I was well, just trying saying, to stop you. But 
just blocking those out. Being a Transformers fan and still yes. going to see all of them and going, well, I have to like them because the Transformers are in them. Yes. My contention is that's not a Transformers film. Right. You know, or what and, and you know, and I, and you, you talk I, about that how. That just creates bitterness as far as, like, that, like, my, like, my mantra for movies, like, if I'm not interested, like, I don't, like, I don't have that compulsion to go pay to see something if I really don't want to go see it. And then, I mean, just. I, mean, I get that, too. I and and I really that, realize that really early on. That breed bitterness, especially, like, from fan bases, too, where it's just like, it's like, look, don't go see it. Really, but see a lot of the fil- those films, I'll go see, and I'll walk out of it, and I'll look at it like we, oh, we saw Dragon Ball. So yeah, because there, that was a huge mistake. Dragon Ball but Z, and even you and horrible. I, Mikey, went and saw a Fantastic Four last summer. Yeah, and we walked out of it. I wanted with, to hit you both with canes. <laughs> yeah, but here's the we thing. walked out of it. And we went, you know, that <laughs> wasn't a bad movie, but we saw. I mean, it was, it was a bad no, movie, it was but a we bad saw it. Like, part of me also thinks in terms of the money I spent. And that's the thing is like when I like like if I'm paying twelve dollars, I mean some in some places that can go almost twenty bucks now, depending yeah. on the theater you go to. Is like I'm gonna ask Rich how much he spent on Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, but it's like it's like I better a lot get of thirty dollars. I better, I better get my I better get my time. Out we'll of see. This and movie. For, for Guardians, I yeah, felt like I got my time. Like when it's they like with video a games, Voltron movie, one dollar one hour. Go see yeah. it. If I'm paying sixty and bucks I'm for a video hope game, it's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. see that there's a lot uh, of that, and that's what I think breeds that business. The thing for me is, I can usually tell beforehand. We go back to to really you, because the three of us went and saw Green Lantern. Oh, I got it free. I went to go see it for free. No, you, me, and Chris went and saw it. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that movie by myself. I saw it with. Did you? Uh, go, no, did, did you, you went, went, Earth to, uh, Yeah, yeah, you, went, guys, you guys. Went, I didn't go to the Earth Two screening. I was okay. there. Really? Because mm-hmm. I, I remember because I, I got I mad at me because he thought I put it. Not me. But it was only us, and it was me. But again, this is this is what I'm saying. That's a few years ago. Right. This is this is this is sort of those changes as I've been going through. As you're growing up, just growing up, <laughs> is back in the New Fifty Two. I read, mm-hmm. I bought twenty two issues. There were only two of them that I was like, "Why the hell did I buy this?" Right. I read, I think forty eight of them between the three of us. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a single issue I read of anybody else's that I got to the end of it and went, "I should have bought that." Right. I knew going in what I thought I would enjoy and what I didn't. Even the two issues that I didn't like, the two Legion ones, uh-huh. it wasn't that they were absolutely horrible. I'm like, it was more of like, this doesn't feel like Legion to me. Yeah, you know, it just felt like a, a regular team book. It didn't really separate itself from anything. I think for me, when I bought the original of uh, the new Fifty Two, I bought. I think it was like thirty between so between Beth and I. We bought thir- like thirty of the titles, and by the second month. Oh yeah, I mean that, that's a that's a whole different way, discussion. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is, the point of it is. But still, I, I usually it. know. But that's the thing is, it's, it's, I usually don't have to try it. I right. know beforehand. I know that I have absolutely no interest in seeing film X. No interest in reading comic book Z. No interest in in TVs. I zombie. Everyone tells me I zombie is great. I, I just don't have any interest. Like in you, it. you've never seen Jonah Hex. Ever. No, you I'll no, never see Jonah you have, Hex. You have no because I knew it was going to be terrible. The moment that he has Gatling guns on the side of the of the horse, right? I'm like this is Wild Wild West. It's not a. It's not Jonah Hex to me. I love Jonah Hex, one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. of all time. And I read the really weird Jonah Hex too. Right. Two Gun Mojo and the splay, the, the the slugs of Terra or whatever the second one that Timothy Truman did. But. I knew that film was going to be ass because uh-huh. I've always said I know how that that pitch went. What's his superpower? He doesn't have superpowers. Hey, <laughs> I'm a movie producer. I know comic books. I've never read one, but I know them. He's got a superpower. What is it? Uh, 
He talks to the dead. Greenlit, go make that film. Right. Plus, you already have it in your head of what you feel yeah. a Jonah Hex movie should if be. If it was a Western head. with a really badass bounty hunter who looks like crap, who has issues because he fought for the South in the Civil War, all the stuff that's there, I would have loved that film. Yeah. But instead, they made it into some souped-up super action dumbass comedy thing and I, or whatever it was. I've seen Jenna Hex. Well, then my question and to everybody here, because now I'm asking the questions. Okay. Uh, I mean, because people usually have a pretty good bullshit. <laughs> people usually have a pretty good bullshit detector. Yes. What was a movie trailer that you saw and went, that movie looks like ass, and then went to go to the movies and then went, that movie was amazing. I mean, and, and in all, because a lot of times we just write those off. You know, people don't, don't tend to keep tabs. See it, yeah, that's so. the thing is I don't know if I'd see it off of a bad trailer. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, but even if you saw it at home, it's like, the oh, other. It's the other way Batman around. Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> the oh, movie no, looks like the no. movie looks like ass, but I'll probably end up going seeing it. No, I'm not gonna see that. No, but no, the question is more so like the what question movie did is you the then flip. See? What did you enjoy? Like of the trailers that you went like that movie looks terrible, and then you you forked over your twelve dollars, and then well, here's, here's, going, oh, yeah, it was here's the thing: if you can't make a bad movie look good in a trailer, it's easier to make a bad film look good in a trailer than make a good film look bad in a trailer. Yes, yes, it is. It's it, the it, only thing it's, I can think of that would come close. Is is ed, uh, what was it? Edge of Tomorrow or whatever. Uh, the, the, uh, that's the one. See, but okay, the, okay. The okay. I, didn't, I didn't think that trailer looked bad. Okay. That's the thing. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. But no, I, I, I like where this is going. Let me on. Okay, that's exactly. Edge of Tomorrow was. I saw the trailer and it wasn't something that I went. I need to go see that. It okay. was in that middle level of if I see it, great. It kind of looks interesting. When I went to see it with Robert in the three dollar theater or whatever, I got to the end of the film going. That film was amazing. That was one of my favorite okay. films that year. But it was still an interesting enough. Yeah, that's. I've never seen a. I've never seen a trailer for a film that I thought. Oh my God! This is a terrible Shit, trailer, go and then go see that film. It's the other way around. When you get through a trailer and go, that trailer looks fantastic, and then you go see the film and go, that trailer lied. All right. Episode because, one, because, especially because Rich, you saw okay. all the trailers for Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and then still went to go see that. Not movie. only saw all the trailers for Fantastic Four. You knew the backstory of the production. Yes. You had already heard all the things. That's the difference. Like John Carter. Everyone said John Carter was terrible. I, I love John Carter. I've never, that's, that, here's the thing. That's the weird thing. I know enough people who saw it and loved it that I'm interested in seeing that film. Again, it wasn't a bad trailer, though, in, no, in terms of that. Really, that really was something trailer. where you know, they're telling you this is a bad film, this is a bad film. And enough people are seeing it going, it's not that bad. Right. Yeah, because I, I, I can... I, I'm a huge Edgar Rice Burroughs fan. I'm even excited for the new Tarzan movie, mm-hmm. which we got a trailer for. And we did. We have a look good. Yes. And just like... Looked, like the whole story it, yeah, looked like, good. The whole story looks good. But it's also one of those things like... I remember, I remember just being oh. like... Yeah, the poster's not a that, great poster. Oh, what? The Tarzan one? The first one? Which one? The where Oh, no, I'm thinking of Jungle Book. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jungle yeah, Book. Yeah, the Jungle Book looks... The Jungle Book poster looks amazing. Jane, all I can say is Jane is... Yeah. But, I, like, but here's the thing. Like, I'm a, like, I used to read, like, as a kid, John Carter and Tarzan. Uh-huh. And when I, like, tar- like, like hearing, like, 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 John Carter's the biggest bomb in Hollywood history, blah, blah, blah. That, like, that really, like, wrecked my life. It's like, oh, man, I can't believe they messed up. It's like, you know, they've got a great team of people on the movie. And then I went to go see the movie, and I was like, this is really good. That what movie got a lot uh-huh. of people fired. And then, and then I remember, like, talking to other people. like, did you go see this movie? And they were like, yeah, I saw it. It was really good. And I couldn't find a single person who saw that movie and went, the movie was shit. Yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's the much bigger conversation. What he's talking about is a very real thing. That movie bombed. 
Yes. That movie was that, that movie bomb. that movie got people fired. Uh-huh. It got studios nearly bankrupt. Disney freaked out. Disney after. freaks. You have a what we think is a good film that fails. This is the the, the article over the summer. This and it's is a movie uh, Tomorrowland. That, that an interesting original concept. Okay, there's four. <laughs> no, three. But, but, original but concept trailers did. Look, got, but no, but the yeah, question my, my question specifically was what trailers looked made a movie look terrible and then you saw it and was good. Okay, I just don't think I, there's a John, lot of trailers John, that make movies look terrible. I have three now. I have three. John Carter. So that was a terrible. That, that you thought, you thought the movie bad. was going to look terrible. Was I thought the movie was going to be terrible after seeing a trailer. And then you saw the movie and loved it. Okay. Yes. All right. That's, Long Ranger. That's... You loved Long Ranger. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'm I gonna, don't say I loved it, but gonna, I, I, I enjoyed it. I can understand. I'm going to push back and say like I like Long Ranger fan, and like I feel like because of Johnny Depp. That movie. That makes me why. I will. I will. In it, I did not like Lone Ranger at all. But to the Lone Ranger film defense, you could cut out. Thirty minutes of that film and get a good short yes. movie. Yes, and I, I that, agree. That, with that. The Lone that Ranger is... thing that I hear from people is there's a good movie in it, yes. but yes. nobody did anything with it, and right. that doesn't. I'm like, well, that's still not but a good still, movie, but, right? That, it still didn't end up in a, a way that's film. almost more offensive. Where you're like, you had a film, film. in there, right. and you yes. didn't do it. But, but okay, no, that's fair. Because that's and the, the Edge of is... Tomorrow, without a doubt, I said that movie was going to be horrible. That they okay. the went reason... so far as when I said I went to see it, he was like, "Why did you go see that piece of shit?" The reason that they, did you see uh, it? <laughs> that they changed the name because they had it as repeat whatever. Uh, yeah, like live die repeat. Yes, they had that as the name at one point. Well, that was that, that was they the changed tagline. it the second week because it was doing so bad. I said this movie cannot be good. It's horrible. I saw it on uh, HBO or one of them, and I went. Wow, I'm okay. wrong, and I've seen that movie probably about seven or eight times. It's not an easy question to answer because a lot of times you either never go see, or you write. It's hard off, to find a trailer you, that you write because it, it, it requires a lot of confirmation. But you're going to write off a lot of those movies that ended up confirming that they were terrible mm-hmm. anyway. I've seen a lot of trailers. I've seen a lot of trailers where I went, I know this movie's going to be bad. I'm going to see it anyways, but I'm not expecting anything. And TMN, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Transformers Four, Fantastic Four, things like that. I knew and were going to be away, bad. They, they walked away as just their bad movies. But anyways. I didn't. The only one of those I saw in the theater was Fantastic Four. The other ones I waited. <laughs> to me, the trailer I, didn't look horrible, so it made. Okay. And Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four could have been a really good movie if you took out the Fantastic and replaced it. No, the Fantastic <laughs> Four side of it. If you took out all the superhero stuff out of that, he, he did and that just movie already. Just as a transdimensional. I didn't like Doom. Take I out Doom. Oh, that's what I mean. But then, but then you're just rewatching Chronicle, really. But it, that would have been a better movie. But he already made that movie. That's true. So, so there was no, even no need for that. But I, but yeah, no, Fantastic Four. The, for the first, it's the first trailer that they released for Fantastic Four, I went, well, maybe it's got a chance because you'd already heard how, yeah. how how troubled that production was. Right. I saw that first trailer. I'm like, maybe it's got a chance. And then as it got closer, everyone's like. No, this is terrible. Take out the thing too. I forgot. I didn't like the thing. Yeah. Did, well, yeah. that's but what I'm saying. Is if you take out question, all of that a, stuff, it's a the original question oh, to answer because okay. I can't even go with think the movie. It. No, it's a very difficult. It's a no, <laughs> you for you, Ghostbusters. I'm not gonna go see it it's, because it, I don't feel I don't feel an obligation to go see right. it. Right, but knowing your passion for but the if, original. But if if enough of the ghost heads out there go, holy shit, that was really good. I'll go check it out. Because let's face it, the cast that they have but not, but is a very good comedic cast. Uh, not according to Sebastian. No, you gotta remember Sebastian doesn't like the people in it. That's it's true. like here we go. We can say as much as we we want about uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Mikey's still never going to see that film because he can't nope. stand Tom Cruise. Right. <laughs> That's fair enough. So there's there's certain there's certain things that are in there too. I have a man. So crush does that mean on... you're never going to see the mummy, new, the new mummy? He's not going to do that. Movie. What? 
Yeah, Tom Cruise is doing. He's not going to do that movie no. um, with the female mummy. No, I'll go see Bar- Boris Karloff's <laughs> mummy. No, I'll go, the, I'll go the, watch the, the 1989 Mummy movie and just have a laugh, and then be like, All right, yeah. "I'm done. I'm full." I wanted more from that film. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the flip side, I, I love Stephen Amell. I have a gigantic, mm-hmm. you know, bro crush yes, on him. I'm not. I'm not going to go see TMNT 2 because he's in it. Like, and, and, which is really weird. As much as you've talked about it, and, and you even convincing me on this one, this feels more like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of old It than feels more else. like it, but after that first film, I don't trust I don't, it. I'm, I'm not no, saying it's going to. I have no plan to see the first one. I would rather go see the second one. And like I said, if everyone says, hey, this is a lot better, I'll go see it. But here's what I'm saying. I know it's the same people that did the first yes, one, and right. the first one is terrible. Yes. How often do sequels are worse than the first ones in the first place? Right. Versus a sequel actually me- measuring up to the same type of quality or even improving it. It doesn't happen often enough for me to think that there's anything in this film that's going to make anyone in this table actually like that film. No, I, 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 I totally agree with you. And there are so many Michael Bay vices in this you right. know you see the tank coming out of the water the thing you see you know megan fox the, tying the up alien her invasion that looks exactly like a transformers yeah. alien invasion there, there's wow. so many of those tropes that are in this wow. but it's still there's there's things about it that are nostalgic that make me sure. go oh my god bebop and rocksteady even though i don't yeah, think see, that they look that, as, as a huge turtles fan because i was a huge fan of the comic as well i discovered it through the cartoon and had someone else say, try the comic, and mm-hmm. was able to get the, the Tomorrow publishing of all the early ones and everything. Nostalgia to me doesn't mean anything. When you saw Baxter Stockman, and you're going, that's Baxter Stockman. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't have that reaction. Really? Any, no. At all? No. no. I'm sick of it. I want something new. Like, like There's very few things that, that do that sort of There are little pieces in Jurassic World that in Jurassic World, in the middle of the film, you're like, okay, cool. That was cool. The fact so, that it's still the same T-Rex, and they go to, they go through. Yeah, I mean, there was little pieces of it that are like, Easter okay, yeah, and the, the, I mean, even even the, the the littlest shot of when the um, when the military helicopter comes to the island, it's it's the exact same shot as when right. the engine copter comes in the first movie. Those kind of things were like, okay, you know, they were fun and they were whatever. But if you're already enjoying it, that's fine. You're sitting there watching. Rocksteady and Bebop, for me, I, I had already gotten to the point where I thought Rocksteady and Bebop were kind of stupid in the cartoon because I had already switched over to the comic. Right. And they were never in the comic. So even going back to the X-Men Apocalypse, seeing Jubilee, seeing Psylocke, seeing Storm in her, with their no. It's Mohawk. cool, but because it doesn't it, get me super excited. Gar- because it's not a guarantee of a good film. Yeah. And that's... that's you know what would make me giddy in that film is if they had Forge from X- Uncanny X-Men 275 in the blue and yellow with a ponytail and a gun that looked like it was just... <laughs> three times his own size and a good Jim Lee gun, not a Rob Liefeld gun. <laughs> Toaster gun. Yeah, that's 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 the type of thing. That sort okay, of Forge was, Bishop, none Forge of that was one. Mm, no, not really. I mean, Bishop was in Days of Future Past yeah. and it wasn't like, oh, that's Bishop or, or oh, that's Blink or whatever. It's cool, but it's not something where I go like, oh my God, oh my God. I didn't even do it for the trailer of the movie we're not mentioning. When right. old things were showing, I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. But I also have voiced my concerns of it just being a yes, throwback Yes, but also film. on that, you also did cry at the one trailer that was shown but that's back the, there's in a April. Nerd. There's, 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 there's like, look, like, if, if, instead of using that movie that yes. we'll be talking about next week as an example, let's, like, let's talk about Ghostbusters. And everybody fast. is excited because about it, talking it, about that next and week. And I'm going to keep it brief because like, as, a, as a Ghostbusters fan who's been one since I was a little kid, I even uh-huh. went, you know, just, it's, it's hard. 
because it's one of those things like, yeah, they're making another Ghostbusters movie, but they didn't make it on the terms that, like, not so much my expectations, but especially in a world where there were Sony leaks, and you can read, you could basically in read in the, you could basically read in the words of the production teams what this movie is. It's like, no, I have no interest. Knowing that they basically shoehorned out Ivan Reitman because he did not like anything they were doing. Right. Knowing that the original, this original script that's being used was a script for a superhero film that uh, Paul Feig was going to do that he couldn't sell. It was about a super secret he- superhero team that was working for the government, and then they get exposed, and they get out into the real world. And when he couldn't sell that movie, somebody asked him to do <laughs> Ghostbusters, and he went... <laughs> I know. No, no, no. What he just said was what I just said. If Marvel ever buys the rights back to Fantastic Four, yeah. that's what the Fantastic Four film's going to be. A government-sponsored super team that's been working in secret this <laughs> right. whole time. And he couldn't sell this movie. But when they asked him to do Ghostbusters, he said, I don't want to do a third movie, which is why they started then pushing Ivan Reitman out of the production uh-huh. process. And he said, but I've got something I can turn into Ghostbusters, which is why in this movie they're a secret government agency that's hunting ghosts and they get exposed. That's why, they're, that's why they're, their headquarters is a, a Chinese restaurant like an, <laughs> that they, they go underground. He's making into. me hate this more, movie but even it, more. But here's the, but here's the thing. is like... like like not so much that like it's like look I don't really care for the comedians in the movies so they they can be funny yeah and like I will not I will not completely poo poo their efforts because Spy is not a terrible film and Melissa McCarthy actually plays a really good straight character uh, amongst a completely ridiculous situation uh, on individually the actresses they've done good work but not enough for me to go this is going to be awesome it's not like when you get Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and right. Harold Ramis and uh, Sigourney Weaver, who all who all did uh, Ernie Hudson, it, Ernie except for Ernie Hudson, he was, <laughs> totally <laughs> left him out. I was wondering if he was going to well, say, well, no, because Ernie Hudson had no, not done any big films by then. Yeah, but but even so, you also have Rick Moranis in the movie. Originally, uh, Eddie Murphy was going to yeah. be Ernie Hudson's character, but <laughs> Eddie Murphy uh, could not do the film. But even, so, but even but even on that, like if you had like you already had people of that caliber doing this tiny film that nobody thought was going to be big. That's very different than today when it's just, again, it's trying to recapture Lightning Bob. But it's also in a world where my simply saying, like, this movie sounds like shit. Uh, right. And you're going, it's like, well, you don't like it because they're girls. You just think girls are icky and gross. And the, the, the conversation has already been shut down from points where it's like, it's like, I don't really think that. I love the Ghostbusters comics, where in the Ghostbusters comics, you've got Kylie Griffin and Melanie Ortiz mm-hmm. and Janina's Ghostbusters, and you have... Uh, Ron Alexander and his Ghost Smashers, who's their competitor. He has a four-woman team. It's not my thing. It's just that I prefer legacy to to trying to buy me with nostalgia. Right. Because even you asked, he's like, but Bill Murray's going to be in it. Bill Murray's going to be in it. Bill Murray's not going to be Peter Venkman. Right. He's going to be some random dude for two seconds in the film. See, and I, I, Dan Aykroyd's I... playing a cabbie in the movie. So, like, and even Rick, they asked Rick Moranis back, he's like, why would I want a cameo in a movie that they're remaking that I starred in 30 years ago? Yeah. I'm not even going to be playing the same character. What's the point of this? Yeah. I've seen a couple of the unfinished scenes. You know, that were what worries me about it is they were very funny, and I have a feeling they're going to end up just being in the trailer and giving that away, and that's going to be you know, like we've hey, seen with so many look, movies. We we've only got until June for this movie to come yes. out. There's nothing. Think about that. There's no trailers. Right. There's there's only production stills that have been carefully put out to mm-hmm. magazines. Uh, at Comic Con, they they've already done the proto, but he's done everything to through Twitter. Really, he's yes. kind of like, here's a picture of this, here's a picture of that. And even from a production design standpoint, I go like, 
it's 30 years later, you couldn't design something that looks a little nicer. I mean, well, come on. These guys are supposed to be, you know, in their, you know, basically garage guys building this equipment. And they came out with something that looks at least a little more polished. But see, here's the thing. But I'm not going to... Less I'm, than a month ago when I, when I first saw this was they were just at that point getting ready to start editing it. Right. And, and, that, and that you have to remember. The, so there's nothing. The there, there's nothing really. Like three months ago. Right. And that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Is there there was really they, nothing ready to also, have. It's a movie that also got its budget slashed uh-huh. down to something like seventy five million. So. And but it, as but it, as much disdain as you have for this movie, in the opposite of what you were saying of, of what you were movie. what your question was of, of of trailer that you saw that yes. you hated and ended up liking, as much disdain as you have for this, if you see the trailer. And there's maybe two thirds of the trailer. You're going, okay. I still know. Yeah, I think see, I, thing, I, 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 I like that. I, I that don't, works. See, here's the thing. I don't have that that kind of obligation towards it. I don't have I don't have that impulsive need to, you know the the you know. It, it, but it's the geek habit. You know, like right. you got you got to finish you got to finish the fight. Whatever. What's, what are you laughing at? Did you just die? You might see. The trailer and say, yeah, that yeah, could work, but I'm not going to go see it. But I'm not going to go see it because, because I don't have that obligation. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't have that impulse. But it, it's also the same thing where I kind of like, even with the original Star Trek trailer, I saw, like, I was like, it's like they're building, you know, like, like oh, the, the original Star Trek trailer for the J.J. The Avery movie didn't look bad at all. And I went to go see it with very high hopes. Yeah. Not not overblown, but I, I walked away not liking the movie at all. And then I was like, okay, well, they're doing this number two one. The trailer looks a little bit better. And yeah. I went to go see it, and it's like, well, it was my fault for going to see it. <laughs> and then with number three, it's like, I don't care. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't need to go see it. You've already been sort of burned for two. So. Right. And I, I don't, but I don't have that compulsive need to like, it's like, oh, look, like Bill Murray in the movie, it means nothing to me because Bill Murray is not the character that I care about. Yeah. That'd be like if Sam Neill guest starred in Jurassic World as a nobody character. It's like, what? Like, thanks for putting Just Sam. Just one of the in. restaurant chefs or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, look at me. It's, look, if he look came at, in as Jimmy Buffett. Right. So again, I I don't have the compulsive need for that to and that that that's it's hard. No, but see, I wouldn't really call it a compulsive need because I I'll see most of these movies without feeling no the compulsive need is your need to see guardians every day <laughs> I've um, seen what i'm laughing like, about jeez even, like, even like jurassic world like <laughs> like even with all the little bits of nostalgia i didn't i walked away not liking the movie at all but that's for another episode or whatever but right. i also like it's like it's like you you, talk, you you are trying to sell me on nostalgia you're playing the theme you you're showing me little bits and pieces here that's like oh it's it's a new version of this scene it's a new version of with the movie i just ended up being a lot of just redone versions of scenes in the old movies like, but it's like mm. that's not enough for me and but i'm i'm using that as an example and, and what is enough for you i just have to ask i want to stargate stargate with <laughs> but no even watching like even watching this age of apocalypse movie it's like all right that looks really good i was gonna, like even if apocalypse ended up being purple again that's it's neither here choice, nor there. Yeah. It's, it's, a, right. it's a design choice that, you know, even if I don't like it, Look, costumes I'll, change. I'll, I'll go begrudgingly go see. Yeah. I didn't like the black leather outfits of the X, of the first X-Men movie, but it was still a really good movie. Right. Well, these have, these still have black leather. Right, they do. But even so, like with X-Men First Class, like as much as I was happy, it's like, hey, the blue and yellow are back. Yeah. That was not going to sell me on the movie. Right. At all. And for a lot of people, that stuff does sell them on the movies. And then they go see them. And then... They're disappointed as all well, looks hell. At, looks at stuff that, that gets basically translated straight through. Something like Sin City 
everyone's like, oh, and I was like, you really watch Sin City? Like, it's not a good movie because it's a good comic book. Right, it's a good comic book. You know, comic. it's like they just did it. Well, it has to be. I'd rather see Sin City done in a style where it's adapted and it's made with more of a movie sensibility to it. But, you know, keeps the, 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 the tone and so the, 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 the heart of it. That's what X-Men to me. Like the first X-Men film, yes, they're not wearing the spandex costumes. Right. But the tone and the heart and the feel of that is film X-Men. is very much, yeah. X-Men. X2 is even more so. Right. I mean, I watched X2. I'm like, I just watched an X-Men comic. And you well, begrudging, and the thing is, like, you, you begrudgingly let that stuff go. Because, this, again, if a movie is good, I've watched enough movies over my life to know what a good movie is. I yeah. know a good movie when I see one. And a lot of people do, too. They know when a movie is really well paced. They know when the story is being really really well translated from whatever the original screenplay was they know when somebody's a good actor or not it doesn't was it the line from galaxy quest it doesn't take a good actor to know a bad one right and that's the thing is i'm pretty good about knowing what movie is going to be good when i see it well even taking a direct ad- adaptation like 300 was still not completely direct because half half the oh no because the style was so completely different yeah, i mean completely it different. he yeah. added crazy monsters uh-huh. and yeah it was it was much different well, okay so hold naked on this is, in it too this is this is what i'm laughing at and then we gotta wrap it up after okay um so one of the insane fan theories from crack.com could it be possible that batman forever and batman and robbie are actually in-universe movies based on the real life character we saw in the burton films that they're movies within burton's batman universe <laughs> Ooh. I love that idea. Wow. That's uh, That'd be funny. Yeah. I was like, there you go. That was kind of cool. So, as we're wrapping up, and now that we had a segue to Batman, segue. there was a Andy Warhol release today, or that somebody released that Andy Warhol directed a Batman versus Dracula film. It's like 21 minutes long. It is all black and white and does not have Batman in a costume at all. It's basically like a really bad psychedelic uh, music video that just mentions Batman and things like that, and especially Batman versus Dracula. It's definitely worth checking out, especially if you're a Batman fan. Uh, it's all over Facebook. And, you know, you can find it on the internet. Just look up Andy Warhol versus you know, Andy Warhol Batman versus Dracula. But it's still one of those things where if you're a Batman fan or an Andy Warhol fan, you gotta check it out. And it's it's it, you want to talk about Andy something that's Warhol. bad? It's just it it really it looks like it's a psychedelic trick that was done on completely done on LSD. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, especially Andy Warhol, you yeah. know, late '60s, '70s. Yeah. yeah. It, that, it, it sounds amazing, but it also it, well, he had a major that. obsession with Batman he at did. that time too. So yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I sat there watching it for 21 minutes, and I was like. Uh, you got stoned out of your I mind felt like I, I really I felt like I was on a trip. Dude, I used to watch Teletubbies, so Yeah. Well it's one of those things where you're you're like you're watching Teletubbies or something and you're going, What the fuck am I watching? But you can't turn it off. You're just mesmerized by it. Right. So on that note, we're wrapping things up. Yes. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and check us out on our website at nerdables.com. Don't forget to go see the new movie True Thrills. That's right. It, Go back and listen to the tape. That's exactly what you said. Yes. yes and next week we will be talking the movie we're not allowed to talk about right now. You mean Star Wars? So for Chris, Ethan, Wait, Sebastian, Mike. There's a new Star Wars movie? There's a new Star Wars movie. Oh, wow. I think it comes and out we are on the year, eve, 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 eve of it coming out. That's dumb. Well, for you. For me. 
Everyone else is the Eve, 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 Eve of it. By the way, I'm turning my phone off Friday, so don't bother sending me anything. So. I feel like you turn it off on Thursday. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> Once I get out of work. Do Just not go on. Off now. So what you're saying, what we're telling everybody is do not go on Facebook from Thursday evening until you see the movie. I'm going to go on Facebook and put all the spoilers. <laughs> They're all going to be lies. But you won't know which ones are lies. Which, I, here's actually, the thing I love. There's going to be one Rich truth amongst the lies. Want, if Rich is like, oh, I, don't want to, I don't want any spoilers. I don't want any spoilers. But who's the one? Who decided to post the first two minutes of the movie online? It's not actually the first two minutes. Somebody, and I didn't post that. Somebody did from our, from our. I I don't think it was me. First two minutes of the film. No, somebody somebody supposedly put up the first two minutes of the film and it's all BS. It's not actually. Yeah, I saw it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the guy who said that the. He, the, like, he shot the, it really well too. Had the yeah, poster or something like that, and it was a lie. And yes. all that type of stuff. Yeah, it was all fan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The fir- it was a first two minutes joke. Somebody edited together a really, really good phony. He like he took a good bit of the trailer and he did his own stuff, and then he shot it like on his own projection mm-hmm. screen at home. But he did it just right, all the right angles. Well, it's like the guy who did the the trailer, the ultimate trailer that supposedly showed the the Star the uh, Luke Skywalker footage, and it was just basically they took the still shot of Luke in the. In that's the, the one. I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That you put. Yeah, the, that and on. that wasn't it wasn't actually. All right, that's it. All right, let's move on. So for that, we'll see you next week, and we'll talk Star Wars the whole time.